Hi guys, welcome to 52 Conversations with me, Janice Howe. Each week, join me for a conversation, a chat, a space for connection, community and change, sharing stories and insights. Sign up for your free 52 Conversations planner and to be the first to experience the latest conversations, visit 52convos.com. Thanks. I really hope you enjoy the episode. Some conversations will be mind-blowing and you'll sit there and you'll have the most profound change. Okay, everyone, it's Janice, 52 Conversations, and I'm joined today for a a little soul inspiration chat with Steve, who's going to introduce himself as who he is today or who he is tomorrow or who knows? Who are you? Who am I today? Um... I'm feeling pretty well in myself today. Um, who am I? I know you always ask this question. It's quite a difficult one because people normally describe what they do and how they see themselves. But I'll start with that and then we'll see where it goes. We can end uh, it. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm an artist. I'm, I'm a technology person. I help Janice with editing her videos and stuff. I'm interested sorts of websites and video editing and cryptocurrency and all that kind of nerdy stuff um but in the past three years art has been my return to calling from childhood I kind of suppressed it for many years um who else am I I'm a hopefully devoted husband um (laughs) dog parent uh, to my little dog Bruno uh Hope to have kids soon, that's on the radar. Um, and lately I identify as being someone with an illness just because it's in, in my forefront. So I've got chronic renal failure, but I'm, like I said, I'm feeling well today um, and everything is everything is good. So That's, that's a whole <laughs> bunch of things for us to start to unpick. So first of all, I'm going to champion that, that you're my, my tech guru because I'm rubbish at tech and I'm like, oh, whatever. But anyway, so there was loads of things in there. So I I want to go to the reawakening of the suppressed artist in you and how that came about. What happened for that to come to the forefront? Thank you, yeah. Um, yeah, well, first of all, when I when I was a kid, I just, I drew so, so much. Um, I didn't really socialised with many people. I was quite shy. I had a few close friends and that. But I would just like sitting there with the TV on with my parents, just drawing, copying like animals out of books or um, making up computer game covers and stuff like that. I just drew for hours and hours and lost myself in it and wouldn't talk and was just really content doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then yeah, I went through school and did art and everything. Did well in GCSE, started A-level. Um, and then the the teacher wasn't too encouraging. He um, We had to do like a large project, like a large-scale drawing. And he came out one day and said I, that I can't draw large-scale. 
and I took that as I can't draw at all. And you believed him. Yeah, I believed him straight away, and like dropped out. So I didn't didn't really draw for years after that. Um, so then fast forward back to yeah, it's about three years ago, January. Um, I was reading a blog post about a guy who um, was talking about calling and stuff, and he just asked one simple question: What did you like doing as what did you spend your time doing as a child most of the time and I wrote video games and drawing um, and it kind of gave me the impetus to start drawing again and I drew a few pictures of my dog using pen and ink and stuff and when I started to see it again it started to inspire me to draw more and I started drawing people and random people on Facebook and stuff uh, started posting it and then sometimes people would often buy it and stuff like that and that reinforced that this part can draw. yeah yeah it kind of started there and then now we're three years on and I've got my own art studio so I've got a dedicated space where I can paint and make a lot of mess and express myself and stuff I love the sound. I love the sound of that. A dedicated space where you can paint and make a mess and express yourself. Yeah, it is good. Sometimes I just paint the walls and I'll put paint on my hands and slap it on the wall. There's no rules. I can just like, throw paint at the wall if I want. Obviously, it, you can't. Yeah, you can't do that at home, can you? So no, you I love. I love. I love what you just said, though. The fact that there's no rules. Because yeah. to feel the freedom of your creativity, then there need be, need not be rules, right? Because otherwise, yeah. how could you lean into it fully? Yeah, that's right. That's it's a bit of a paradox in art because you, there are no rules, but it seems to be kind of successful. You need to have a kind of niche as well. Um, so yeah, you. You kind of have to, well, I don't know if it's entirely true, but you look at a lot of artists and they've got their own kind of style and niche. Maybe not niche in, in terms of subject, but definitely in style anyway. People kind of develop a style and stick with that. I see. So do you, so do you think you have a niche as yet or not yet? Um, yeah, I've been told I've got a kind of, unique style um and my niche i'm finding it i'm expressing myself um around my own issues and other well, universal issues really i like for example i'm painting a picture of me on dialysis at the moment and it, i found it quite cathartic because it was um kind of dealing with what i'm going through at the moment on canvas um, and before that I painted I did a nude painting of myself uh, this was about six months ago um, mm -hmm. and I saw I was looking at this artist online and he did these really wacky nude paintings he was like um, his penis was choking himself it was really bizarre and it really triggered me I was right like, what's that saying <laughs> what's that about 
Yeah, and I realised it was about my own insecurities. So I, I dove into that head on and painted myself nude, and it kind of faced a lot of insecurities I had about my body. And there I had my nude body in front of myself, and I realised that there's really not that anything to worry about. Um, it's just it was just laid in front of me and kind of took the power out of it. Um, and since then, my body shape has changed a lot from being yeah. ill, which is, I guess, it's kind of ironic in a way, because I've, I've spent many years trying to get to this body shape, and then it kind of happened on its own through illness, yeah. which is, like I said, the best way to do it. But it's, yeah, it is what it is, and it's, I kind of appreciate myself a lot more, and I feel like it's a gift in a way and I and I won't go back to that body size afterwards um it's, it's it's really profound some of the stuff you're saying and it's it's kind of reminded me of a conversation way back when with a lady called Alison who said after one of their chemo sessions one day she was walking through the park saying gosh I'm really glad that I got cancer and it was kind of because the the, the learning and the understanding and the growth that she gained from the illness has brought her to where she is she is in yeah. her own understanding so it's it's much the same I was I was I I kind of stopped in my in my head when you said that you were painting yourself whilst going through your dialysis I mean that's like wow what what a way to channel your thoughts your feelings around that experience right yeah yeah it definitely helps yeah so have you have you shared this with are you sharing any of this with other people going through the same stuff as you um no i haven't shared the um, dialysis one yet i i need to finish it i'm going to go and do some work on it uh, later today um but yeah i will do interesting yeah, so when when you look when you look at that as far as you've got Although it might sound a strange question, do you recognise that as yourself? Do you feel completely attached to it? Yeah, I do recognise it as myself, and it's 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 a really weird experience because I'm looking into the eyes of it, even though it's it's not like looking in a mirror, and it's not hundred percent realistic. So I can see myself in it, and it's quite quite healing looking at it in a weird way it's I like can, yeah yeah I can see how that would be healing and cathartic because or, although it's as you say it's not a reflection of yourself it, in actuality it is how you see yourself through that experience right yeah and, and everything that we learn from our experiences what is what takes us to the next experience so that in itself is pretty profound really isn't it yeah so, yeah. God, there's so many places that I want to go with this conversation, but we're only going to make it small because we can have more conversations, can't we? So yeah. I want to pick up on the thing that you said, just in case anyone else is listening. The words that you used, identifying as somebody with a chronic illness, what, what has that meant for you? What has that meant? Um, well, I realised that was a funny choice of words as well, but I said that because... 
Um, I had a kidney transplant 12 years ago and like soon after I had the transplant, I didn't identify as someone who had kidney disease. It didn't bother me anymore. Yeah. But now it's at the forefront and that, that transplant failed about six months ago. Um, that's why I identify more with it because it's in, because I'm feeling the effects of it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I feel like with kidney disease, it's, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, like I said before, I, I don't feel as ill as I did because I'm on dialysis three times a week at the moment. Not yeah. helping up, but I guess I'll feel differently after I have a transplant and it will I'll just carry on and be at kind of normal health again. Absolutely. So, yeah, so I'm identifying as that at the moment. Do you think do you think part part of that identification and leaning into it has anything to do with age circumstances in life and plans that you have but it's kind of brought your awareness to do you know what I'm married I want to have babies I want to do these things do you think that has any correlation in the way that you feel yeah definitely um and it's all very different to when I was 28 going through it because I didn't have any symptoms either last time right um, going through this this time when I was aware that things were about to get worse but I wasn't feeling ill um, I didn't expect any symptoms then I got really sick I uh, got anemia and got you know I was sleeping an awful lot and just couldn't function it was a big shock yeah, uh, I was going to say because you know yeah. go, going through some of that journey with you in terms of like working together, it was yeah. like you just didn't know what was going on. Like it was like, what is this? Yeah, Which... yeah, that's right. Actually, because at first I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was had asthma or something because I couldn't walk very far and I was just really out of breath. But it turns out it was the anemia and the low blood oxygen that was causing that. So it was. Yeah, that was just the shock because I was doing kung fu three times a week, and I was yeah, I was a bit more overweight. I was like pretty active with it and um, getting quite strong. And then all of a sudden, I couldn't walk that far, and then um, then I had to go off work sick and everything. Um, yes, yeah, so it was a shock and wanting to have children and stuff and things like that it's just this period has put things into perspective and made me grateful for the little things I know people say that all the time and you don't really see it until you go through it yourself I guess um, absolutely I, was, I mean I was just I was just gonna say that it would really be uh okay this is this is what's real for me and this is what matters to me and this is my focus mm. They're very much kind of lean, leaning into that. I'm aware that we don't want to talk too long, really. So I guess I'm trying to think of what would be, you know, in terms of insights or something to share with people based on the things that we've dipped into today. 
what would what would be your parting message or words for anyone that's listening to this um well something came to mind that not to be afraid <clears throat> not to be afraid of being ill really um because there are good sides to it i know obviously there are levels of illness and you can you can be terminally ill which i can't really speak to touch words but in my own experience of having kidney failure, it's given me time to reflect and see what's important. And yeah, just not to be afraid of, if you're going through something similar, not to be afraid of it, kind of try and look on the bright side and, and yeah, it forces you to slow down to, you have to reflect and see what's important. It's um yeah, it's definitely stopped me chasing a lot of things and worrying about trivial things that I did before. Yeah, I suppose it's the gift, the gift of the insight and the awareness that it gives you. Yeah, which um, seems seems like a nice place to leave this conversation. And I know already we're going to have to come back to some of these things to explore even more. Um, you know thanks thanks for sharing some of that I'm sure people are going to listen to that and be inspired by different parts of it for different reasons you know and and looking to you to to see how perhaps they can take some learnings from your journey thus far which is always the case with these conversations it's all about learning and awareness and growth isn't it so hopefully there's been some some sound bites for people's souls that they can go and have a little think about um and maybe what you're going to have to do is share a bit of your art that we can put out with this one we can put something out there um so thank you for spending some time with me look after yourself uh, we look forward to seeing more art from you and chatting to you in the future yeah thank you so much jenna oh thank you Bye. Take care. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I'm going to try and find this. The stop recording. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this week's conversation. What did you get from it? Did you get any light bulb moments? Any aha? Remember to sign up for your free 52 Conversations Planner and to be the first to experience the latest conversation, visit 52convos.com. Thanks, and I look forward to connecting with you next time.